my darling wife saying, uh, are you muted? I was like, yeah. And then she's muted. like, yeah, yeah. And then she went, don't you dare show the mess. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, do you mean the I've flowers in the background in the mirror? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> now, the thing is, my brother and his girlfriend have come down. So they stayed over this They stayed over this weekend because we had my four-year-old's birthday party. Nice, nice, so, nice. Uh, yeah, I came over and obviously you can imagine the spare room slash office is uh, a bit is of a tip because a, a, a bit of a storage room at the minute with everybody putting their bags and coats and hanging jackets and tops and etc. So anyway... <laughs> And plus they are ready to leave tomorrow, so, oh, you know, it's enough. a bit of a deal. But how have you been, man? I've been all right, you know, I've been all right. Just, uh, just you know, cracking on with the day, really. Um, that's pretty much it. I've got no interesting stories to tell you. For, Nothing uh, to <laughs> <laughs> No, i tell you what, though, I'll tell you what. Before we do actually, obviously, oh, talk about football it. and stuff. No, 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 um, I did watch, did you, did you ever watch uh, any of the equalizers with Denzel? Yeah, one and two. I've not seen the latest one when no, he's in Italy. I, I've just watched the latest one, right? And I was super excited to watch it. And I'll tell you right now, it was like the the killings, the method of killing yeah, really was, was no, no, it was it was good. It was unique. It was something different, right? But I, honestly, I was watching the film, and then by the end of it, I was like, wait, did that just finish? What happened? Uh, you know, the, nothing. This guy never ever gets hurt. Like I. I I just want a bit of hurt. That's all I want. I want a bit of realism. Okay, do you know what I mean? When 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 someone shoots a gun at him, I want him to hit. You know, to get hit by a bullet. So that's, Isn't it that's hilarious. Like when you watch these, all the villains when they do target practice, they get bullseye each time. But as soon as they time. have to shoot the good guy, they're like, pew pew. You're like, what? That's a kind of an outline pew, around him. Do you know what I mean? Goes <laughs> in case the listeners are going, what kind of gun does he have? <laughs> it's like Kevin Hart gun. Pew pew. You know what I mean? Pew pew. Everybody gonna die. <laughs> No, honestly, like uh, it, it was enjoyable. It, it, there was a couple of moments where I sort of like, you know, when when you watch a movie and you sort of think, oh man, that guy's gonna get it. Do you know what I mean? Like the satisfying, satisfying killing, which kind of was, but then it just ended, and I thought, oh, really? That's not really that satisfying, even though it seemed it, but it just isn't. And you know, anyway, that's pretty much the most exciting thing that's it. happened this weekend. Only, to be honest, the only thing I've seen is where he does the fight scene at the restaurant, and I think I assume he's the the mafia leader, the young bald guy, or like really short hair, yeah. and he gets his wrist in his funny position. He's like, I'm pressing on the median nerve. Tell you guys to sit down, etc., etc. Right, right yeah, here on in the, the thumb. In between. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, and then I was like. Uh, that, that was satisfying straight in and you're like oh okay that's the only thing and again I've only seen that on the social media like five minute clip or something but that's, I haven't watched it, was, it all it was satisfying for sure but that's pretty much where you know that, that's it it's like oh fucking hell alright just like any just like number one and number two really you know I'm just this guy just yeah, walks yeah. around kills people and that's the end of that it, you know he's almost like a Steven yeah he's almost like a Steven Seagal isn't he yeah he's like with the Aikido and shit with the hands it's like why is it always with the hands but you know um, that's pretty I'll be honest right? that's, that's pretty much it and, yeah we, what about try to watch, uh, we try to watch uh, Oppenheimer and I say try because it's a three hour long movie it's a three hour movie yeah. three and hour. Uh, we made the mistake of starting it yesterday around 10 o'clock oh come on bro <laughs> I know I know we will majority of the time we were preparing for the party today so as you can imagine lots of like balloon blowing etc etc yeah 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 yeah, and yeah. Uh, blowing and tying obviously we've got a blower for the machine that you just kind of press it down and it blows the balloon and in some ways yeah. the tying afterwards that takes the piss so if anyone's out there who's got a machine that ties just like kind of like balloons tied or glued together to keep the air in the balloon bro i'm there for the next birthday 
like and, a uh, uh, like a laminator sort of thing. Like a laminator, maybe like something yeah, like you, a sellotape. We just pull the sellotape and they kind of take it off the crocodile teeth. You know, when you're doing wrapping paper, so you stick yeah. a sellotape and something like That's that. Good. I'm thinking of something where you just put it straight in. I think what it is actually, something like that does exist, but butchers use it a lot where they roll it around and then the self self adhesive sticker kind of sticks to itself. Or anyway, so we're, we started Oppenheimer. And we didn't finish. We got 40 minutes into it and we're like, actually, we're quite tired now. So should we just pick it up t- tonight? And tonight we watch football. We were excited with yeah, football. Now we're doing a podcast. I'll probably start it again at 10 o'clock. Yeah, start it at <laughs> 10 o'clock. It's a school night. It's a school night tonight. We can't work tomorrow, so we can't do that. It's definitely a work night for sure. Um, I, I watched that with uh, my wife at uh, at the cinema, and uh, obviously we were fully prepared that it was going to be a ten, uh, ten hour movie. No, no, it's going to be a well, three hour movie. <laughs> um, it, we went about half seven because we thought, right, we'll go to the early, late, if you will. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, anytime yeah, after yeah, six, early we'll, evening, yeah, okay, early yeah. evening, yeah. So we went about seven o'clock. Film started about half seven, and obviously we didn't get out till about quarter to 11 or something like that yeah, or 11 o'clock yeah. or something but it, i i'll be honest right I, I really enjoyed it um it was it was unnecessarily long like you know what i mean right, it, um, there, was, there was there was no reason for it to be that long but i you know if you're interested in that sort of side of history you know with the atomic yeah, bomb and yeah. the h-bomb and stuff it's it's well worth the watch um well, we've enjoyed it so far we've enjoyed it these 40 yeah. minutes and I've enjoyed the fact that it's kind of present time then it goes sort of not present yeah present time where the game interviewed and then fu- uh, future definitely not future but past and so past, on yeah, and yeah, bringing yeah. it back and forth present and past and I think it's a good mix so yeah I'm going to give I'm going to I'm not going to start it again I'll probably start it again at a lot much later date where I watch the full three hours from beginning yeah. to end but I think we'll pick up the 40 minutes from 40 minutes where I left it off but no yeah, I've enjoyed it so far so good it's, yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I liked it as well, to be fair. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things. And it's a historical movie. It's like you kind of, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, but it's just know. interesting to see the interactions between, That's you know, it. the nations and how it actually led to that. So, yeah, it was good. It was good. But... Um, Oh, that's a long ass movie, man. Honestly, just thinking about it now, I'm like, fucking hell. <laughs> I'm not even the watching it. And I'm just like, as well, isn't it? The cast are pretty good yeah, on that. Like, yeah, Robert yeah. Dowie, obviously. The guy for Beaky Blinders. That was my yeah. attempt at doing a Bromley accent. I do apologise. That was awful. <laughs> Killian, is it Killian Murphy? Cillian Murphy? I think is it's pronounced Cillian or Killian. I'm, I'm sorry. Sure I've always, I've, I've always, I've always said Cillian, but again, I'm pretty sure because he's Irish. I think it is Killian, um, Killian yeah, Murphy. Killian Murphy. Um, and and Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey, yeah, like yeah. It was I, good. I, I'm expecting Robbie Darwin is being interviewed, by the way. Slight spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't watched it in the first five minutes when he's getting interviewed by Congress. Yeah. I'm just committee, yeah. His, uh, get his wallet out, turn it into this mini iPad, take over the TVs like it does an Iron Man, and I'm like, God damn. wrong movie, bro, God wrong damn. movie. God damn. <laughs> I'm just expecting It's to, not John Favreau. He didn't, property, John Favreau didn't direct this. my property. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Favreau did not direct this movie, all right? So it's there's just, not going to be no pop up TVs. I am Iron Man. <laughs> Way back when? No, I think that would have been his dad. You know that? Do you know what? That's the prequel. That's a prequel. Yeah, that's the prequel right there. There you go. Right. So for people, yeah, spoiler alert: Iron Man and Oppenheimer. It's actually the same movie. It's just the. It's just the prequel of it. It's just the prequel of of Iron Man, really. But uh, but yeah, we've been watching. Obviously, we've been watching Lost. Um, we're on season five right now, and that, that's you sort of been... Lost again. You did Lost a couple of months ago, like all by yourself. You said you started watching Lost a long time ago. I you started okay, again. So, no, no, me and my wife, we started watching Lost maybe a couple of months ago, but because, you know, she has this thing where, you know, 10 o'clock comes and by half 10 she's asleep. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm halfway through an episode. Like, I have to pause this now and I have to wait until, you know, she's ready for the next day. It's like, oh, you're killing me. Don't you just hear that when that happens? Do you know what? I've started, I just, I go on. I go on. I'm like, 
We said we we're yeah, going to watch it's... it. We agree at the beginning of the episode, should we do one more? You know how tired you are. I yeah, cannot yeah. communicate for you, nor can I make no. the decision for you, because I'm not misog- a misogynistic male. I give you the option to do that. Are That's you right, tired or are you not tired? Males. Yeah. No, 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 one more episode, one more. All right, 10 minutes in. Okay, she doesn't Listen, snore, my oh. wife, but you know what I mean. I'm trying to act it for the listeners, because you can see my eyes closed, but the listeners can't yeah, see yeah. my eyes closed. And I'm like, nah, fuck it, I'm watching it. Yeah, and I've, I've, I've and then I get, And then I get the big guilt trip. Did you watch it without me? No, I watched it with you. You just had your eyes closed. You were there. I didn't know no, you had your eyes closed. You know what I mean? I'm watching it. Uh, that's, I'm intrigued. That's it. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Who's got time to look at you? I asked you a couple of questions. You didn't answer. I thought you agreed. Yeah, 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 I thought it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, that's a, that's a half asleep, yeah. And then you kind of have to be a bit more vigilant and look at them. It's like, oh, all right, so you've got your eyes closed. So screw it. I think I went after, after season, after I started season four, I just carried on, like, whatever episode was next. You know, we watched it full one, happy days. And then it's like, oh, one more, one more. I'm like, yeah, I'm excited. Let's let's do it. Shit, I'm excited. Ten minutes in, just like you said, she's asleep. And I'm like, nah, nah, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm, I'm just going to carry on and I don't give a shit. And the yeah. next day she's like, oh, so what happened? What happened? Nah, nah. Like, you catch up in your own you time. You know what I mean? This, you were there. This is not Virgin Media VOD right here. Do you know what I'm saying? There's no yeah, video is, on demand. I'm not going to... TV, this. Yeah, this <laughs> I'm not doing this. Do I look like a review to you? Do I look like I'm about to write a review? No. If I was, honestly, I'd I'd work for IMDb or something. But like, no. And oh my god. But the worst for me. The worst. The worst for me. Genuinely, I don't know if your wife's the same. I don't know if this is women are the same. I don't know. But like, why? My my wife. She she will watch something brand new, and then she'll just read about it whilst we're watching the movie. Do you know what I mean? She'll read about it, like the end, and then she'll proceed to tell me. And I'm like, wait, were you supposed to read that to me? Are we not watching the movie? Like we watched 13 Hours the other day with John Krasinski. I I think I've mentioned this to you. I I, I watched that. Yeah, I know the movie, yeah. Great movie. I loved it. I watched it like literally about three times because I just think it's very, very good, right? And we we sat down when my, when my sister was here. We started watching it. You know, she was happy to watch it, uh, my sister. And then my wife was like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. We'll watch it. 10 minutes, 15 minutes in, she's reading it to me. She's like, oh, this guy's not real. This is what happened. And I'm like, I know, but my, like my sister doesn't know. So why are you spoiling it? Ah, look, yeah, I can't. No. I, I, now that's you, bro. That's not me. Probably. Maybe you and a couple of other listeners, but no, that's not me. My wife doesn't do that. Usually I get the usual Jason Manford ones. Who's he? What's he in now? What do you think is going to happen? I don't know. I'm watching the same film as you. Like, especially when it's a new film. I love the idea of, like, what's going to happen. My my pet hate, to be honest with you, is when people start talking in the movies. Like, especially when there's a scene, you must pay attention. Not an action scene. If there's stuff happening in terms of you've got to follow the conversation, follow the dialogue so you know what happens later or it's before. Plot or, points. It's plot yeah, points. Yeah, that's the word, plot points. And they're like, yeah, no, so do you see do you see that the way it happens? Damn, imagine if that happened in real life. And I'm like... No, and she's like, oh, yeah, oh, I forget, I forget. Okay, you just want to watch it. That's the idea of watching a movie. I just want to watch it. <laughs> we can talk about it after. Yeah. I don't want to talk think about it. We're, as we're in the cinema, isn't it? Like, you know, in the cinema, we're not going to have a conversation about it. So treat it the same thing. Once that's the lights it. go down and the movie's on, that's it. I do not exist for a Do you questioning. want me to I think what I might start doing is start charging her when she says, can we have a movie night? I'll be like, yes, that'll be £13.95, please. For every pause. For every pause, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every time you have it. to pause, just to be like, stop it. You, you are turning around and go, shh, stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, can we make a sign where it's just literally the side of my head like that? Do you know what I mean? Just going like this, pointing at it like, shh, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It really is. Picture yourself a pretty on a paper. 
<laughs> Look at my face. No. Um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much sort of, you know, in terms of TV, I was watching some Lockerbie. I don't know if you know the story of Lockerbie, the, the plane that crashed in Scotland in 88. It's nah, I, like know. we, we went, we visited. I don't know the full story now. We've, I'm not gonna again. I'm not gonna bore anyone with that. Um, go read your own thing, people listening. But like, we went we went to Lockerbie maybe a couple of years ago because we're coming back from Glasgow and obviously we passed Lockerbie. And I was like, oh, let's go because for some reason I've got a m- morbid fascination of, you know, crashes and whatnot. Anyways, right? So we went there. Is he a psychologist? Weird. I know, right? I know. I know. Uh, true crime is one of my passions. Uh, <laughs> not to commit it, to listen, by the way, just so we're clear. Just so we're clear. Know. Martin I mean, didn't know that. Yeah, last episode, Martin did, did not know that. that. Did not know that. Did. Don't <laughs> listen to this like... episode, Martin, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, honestly, I started, I started watching that, which was, uh, again, just fascinating to me, but that's pretty much it. Anyway, look, let's talk about football, man, because, you know, we, we've, been, we've been 15 minutes in and we have not mentioned anything about football. So, let's just... Wow. What a weekend away. It's a gr- it was a great weekend. You for played as, first, as, so as, go as, on. You go first because you're top of the league as well. So go no, on, no, no, go on. Be no, smug, no, no, look, look, be look. smug about it. Be I'm going to be smug. I don't need to be Say with your chest. My Leave face is smug me. enough. <laughs> my, <laughs> my face is smug enough. All right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like you know put that out there. But I think why bring your chest to the camera? I was joking when I said say with your chest. Yeah, maybe should shave my chest. Anyway, moving on from that. But I think we should probably just have a quick quick chat about the the most recent game tonight, which was obviously City versus. Tottenham. Um, I don't know if you watched it. Any of it? I watched bits of it. I watched it when it was actually I'm blind up. I caught snips, absolute snips. Yeah. I saw Kolesevsky's goal. That's the only one I saw. I caught it nine minutes. I uh, sorry, no. Uh, what is it? Thirteen minutes in, so it was already one-one. And obviously, I didn't know what happened, but obviously, Son scored, and then he scored for City as well. So at that point, you know, Tottenham actually scored two goals, but they were still losing, which is incredible. I don't yeah. know what happened. I don't know what happened there. No, to but be Spurs, fair, so Spurs, when, Spurs when I saw, yeah, no, well, to be, I don't know, you know, like for this time, as much as I don't like Spurs, like I feel like they did all right. They did all right against a weakened Spurs team. Did all right against a City full strength. But, Providing De Bruyne wasn't playing, that's the only player that was missing, yeah. and they were good. The only player that was missing, honestly, De Bruyne was the only one. Haaland, I caught the bit with the handbags at the end between Haaland and I think Lacelso or something when they finished. Haaland took his hair off, yeah, 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 yeah. blah blah blah. I think that and was more to more the ref, down. to be honest with you. In a way that we'll talk about that decision quickly, but actually we'll just talk about it now because it's an yeah, important. Yeah, just talk about it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do For it. For me, yeah. it's like I'm glad he didn't give it. It looked really, really weak. Really, really weak. Just a hand on the shot. It reminded me of the Suarez uh, dive against PSG where the Barca won six one, where it was just like a touch on the shoulder and he just went. The whole sniper in the back threw me 20 yards forward and it just yeah I didn't like that at all no, I, I just felt like he was a sh- and I didn't like the fact that he went down so easy and I get Haaland acting up oh this is bullshit and this all the language he was saying is fucking shite because you can yeah. lip read he made Possibly. sure everybody lip read throughout the stadium and that home but now for me no, it was think, it was the right decision no no it was I agree no there was I don't think that's not that's not the bit I'm talking about like the penalty by the way that was definitely not a penalty let's just move away from that any City fans listening by chance that was not a penalty just stop it but for me the the bad the, the sort of bad decision was when it was 3-3 and Haaland went on the counter-attack he got taken down but he still managed to pass the ball to Grealish and Grealish mm-hmm. was literally onside he was he was going to be through on goal like he was going to be through and the ref left it for like five seconds and then pulled it back after Grealish got the ball. Oh, and I was like, wait, nah, 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 nah. So, obviously, I wanted I wanted the draw as an Arsenal fan. I definitely wanted the draw. I didn't care. But the fact that, you know, it sort of happened like that, where I was like, you know, they had a chance to, to maybe win that game. I'm glad they didn't, just so I can preface this. But 
I just don't feel like it was the right decision. Why would the ref pull it back? Because he let play on. Haaland was on the floor. He didn't even argue for the free kick yeah. or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? He just sort of went, put his arms up, and then he realized that Grealish had the ball, stood up, you know what I mean, ready to go. Grealish took the ball onside, ready to go on goal, and then that was it. It was just it and then the ref pulled it back. And I was sat there you're thinking, wait, this is this is this surely this is cheating, right? Like this is you know, this is not a right Maybe. call. But maybe it's just me on that one. Maybe it's just the way I no, look no, at it. No, no, definitely. I, I, yeah, I saw the. I didn't see the full incident with Grealish, but I saw the again the all the players going around the referee. Why did you pause it? Or not pause it. Sorry. Why did you pull it back? Why did you pull it back? Yeah. But I, at first, I thought it might have been because he was offside. But again, I didn't see it, so I don't know if he was offside or not. But you're telling me he wasn't offside, so he was now offside. Kind of begs the question of why did you pull it back? Yeah. You played the advantage. That was clearly the advantage. Yeah. For what reason did you pull it back? I don't so, think. I, I, I mean, even on the replay, after obviously after the ref pulled it back, uh, we saw the replay. Nothing. Flag. Uh, the linesman didn't put a flag up. Nothing. And Grealish was actually on side. There was no reason for him to pull it back. Um, but there, there was that other call as well in the box where oh, was it this match? No, I don't think it was this, the City match. It was. A, I, I think I can't remember which match it was, but there was another call. So just talking about the poor decisions from the ref. You know, uh, there was a call for a penalty or something, but instead of obviously there was it wasn't a penalty, but it should have been a corner. I think it was a City match. That was a Chelsea match. Smacked uh, Colwell on the face. That's right. That's, that's right. what I was going to bring up. That's should right. Have yeah. gone to a corner, but the referee played drop ball for yeah. the keeper, and the that keeper was, picked it up, which I didn't understand right. that neither. No. I didn't. At first, he paused and it said decision penalty on VAR. I don't know if you watched it while we're on this yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And it just went on, and every the. But Brighton players, rightly so, they've got only one game. They tried to, yeah. So one goal down, try it, put pressure on the referee. And they did. And then I was thinking with VAR, I could visually see from where I am sat, thinking like, that has smacked him in the face. They were like, and the commentator was like, they recommend he goes to the monitor. I was like, what fucking for? Like, you can see it smacks him on the face. It doesn't hit his hand first. sweat came off his face. It hits him in his face. And then they zoom in. Fair enough, it misses his arm by an inch, but it misses a miss. It doesn't matter how much you miss by. He got smacked in the face. He got smacked in the face. And then, okay, I get the decision why not a corner. But a part of me thought like, fuck you, bro. Like, that's what you get for all of you surrounding the referee when you clearly knew. I think he was trust, not Trossard, what's his name? Because he's like, your Groves, is it? The keep, uh, the Pascal captain? Groves. Pascal Groves. He was a captain today, wasn't he, for Brighton? Yeah. He was quite close to Corwell. He could see what was happening. He went to the referee, ref that hit him on the face, uh, on the arm. Like, And I was like, you know, fuck it. But for me, as a Chelsea fan, obviously the decision is wrong to yeah, give the course. corner, but we could, we really needed that W today. So, yeah. But we'll no, talk I, when we get I, to it. I, I agree with you. I'm just th- obviously just talking about bad decisions from the from the refs. I mean, those are just two that popped up. But you know, uh, it needs to. Um, would, do you know what? Let's not talk about it's refs be because every week, feel, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because because again, it's just going to be a, a. We should have like a dedicated podcast of yeah. just talking about bad decisions. But when yeah, so that that, that 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 was one depression. that was one that really that really annoyed me. To be fair, because okay, fair enough. Clearly not a penalty, but you should give the corner, not a drop ball. Yeah, anyways, um, I didn't understand yeah. why it was a drop ball. I don't even know if even as a guy who plays football and watches football, I I still don't know what merit to be a drop ball. No. I genuinely don't know because there was no contest. It was the ball was for Brighton. It was clear as daylight. Yeah. Brighton's corner. If yeah. it's not a handball, it's a Brighton corner. But Brighton corner, yeah. Maybe referee. Anyway, yeah, right. You guys are pressuring me like this. I'm not going to give you nothing. Yeah, Which he, is not he, fair, he, I think I think he managed to piss him off for sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, so the city, city Tottenham, obviously, you know, three three in the end. Um, they weren't they weren't happy. Um, I think Lacelso. I'm not sure why. Um, Haaland and Lo Celso had that little spat, but obviously Lo Celso scored the 
you know, he scored no, the equaliser, didn't he? I think because I watched this bit because I, I was like, let's see if there's handbags. And uh, there were because Harlan was storming off the pitch and I think Lacelso was just coming back from the bench or walking from the bench to the centre of the pitch like they do, you know, shake hands, good game, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. And all of a sudden he just kind of, Harlan gave him that hard boy, school boy, locker room sort of like nudge as he walks by. Now, fair enough, the nudge may not have been, I exaggerated the nudge on camera for you to see, but it felt like there was that collision of shoulders yeah, as yeah, one yeah. was walking one way and the other Russian. coming towards you. That br- yeah, a brush, but a bit more than a brush. And then yeah. he, I think he turned around and said something, the Celso, and then Harlan turned around saying, you know, the usual stuff, what are you going to do? What do you, and I hate when players do that. Like, what are you going to do? But there's nothing I can do because we're footballers. Like, if we're yeah. going to have a fight, let's have a fight afterwards when the camera's yeah. go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or they should do what they do in uh, ice hockey, where the guys are like, oh, what's he going to do? Gloves are off. Let's have. Let's go, bro. You're not, you're not like big bollocks. I'll treat you like a big bollocks. Let's Instead go. of gloves off, you know, for Harland, it's hair down. Harland's probably. Know. Well, he did have his hair down while he, he was storming. That's what pitch. I'm saying. Yeah, he was about to take off with that hair. By the way, Do you know I what think I mean? he was <laughs> frustrated. He was frustrated. He was looking to take it out on somebody because yeah. then even Pep tried to calm it down. But Pep tried to blame uh, Lacelso, say like, "Oh, what are you doing? Stop that, etc." But again, there was a frustration for C at the fact that once again it, was. it, it was. can't seem to beat Spurs comfortably anyway. There you go. I mean, our, obviously our prediction was 4-1 and we were so far away from that. It was shocking. But then again, the thing is, we, we discussed it even before the prediction. We discussed it because we thought, you know, Spurs always do something against City. But again, we went our went against our better judgment. You know, we yeah. <laughs> we went with a 4-1 City because of, you know, team comparison. And to be fair, to be fair, when you say in a week in Spurs, let's face it, they only had Madison missing. Like they had a full team out there. No, um, no, the Chris, defenders. No, no, the Romero, obviously. Uh, what's the other guy? Vander, Vander, something. No, no, but come Vander. on, be fair. That that is their best team, and the guy who plays left back, uh, the Italian guy, the black guy, Odogi, Odogi, who's absolutely, Udogi, yeah. was, was unbelievable for them before he got his sending off against Chelsea. So yeah. you know that is their solid back four. Ben White. Odogi played. Udogi yeah, played. he did, but I think he was played out of position. So Odogi, ah, yeah. Romero play. Romero didn't play, did he? No, Romero know, didn't play. Or at least I didn't. Or at I least I didn't him. see him anyway. So no, do you know what? Let I. me have a quick. Let me have, have a look at their starting lineup. Yeah, that'll be interesting to know. Because obviously, at first it was like you know following a bit of Spurs, going like, oh, what can they doing all right? And then all of a sudden, yeah. So actually, I've got the, the lineup here. Yeah, so the back called. line is uh, Udogi left, yeah, uh, Davies, Davies, Emerson centre, and then Porro on the right. So yeah, I mean Ben Davies, fair enough. Yeah, so that's obviously that, Gill as well. Number eleven Gill playing against Carl Walker. Like, come on, be serious. Maybe Brendan Johnson could have played there if uh, Madison was about. And yeah, the two defenders gave him a real, real solid base at their back for Spurs. And, that, and it showed when they went so many games unbeaten. And then they do have the card. They've, they've just got that tip. Basuma had a weak game as well. Again, from what I saw, bits yes, of it. Yes, he did. He did. It was quite know, weak, was, yeah. But uh, I was happy Son got on the score sheet because of my FPL, but he got on yeah. the score sheet twice. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> did you lose points for that? Yeah, did you lose points for that? Two points. I think he got five points because he was playing and then he kind of took it down to five plus one oh. for starting it was six minus two because as a striker, you only get four points for scoring. I think it was. Or something. Yeah, I don't so, know. I know. I've so you ended as well. Yeah, you ended that on 89 points, by the Oof. way. Um, 89 points. And I think if I'm not mistaken, just looking at that, I think I um, I ended on 57. So I was second to you. But, you know, I took Son out, so I should have put Colwell on. And usually I have Colwell in, in my team, but, you know, apparently I yeah, took him off for Anderson. My midfield alone got me 44 points. Yeah, you had you had a cracking, cracking. Son, Gordon, Enzo and Salah, yeah, absolutely cracking uh, cracking score, by the way. So I think you're, you're definitely going to overtake um, the, 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 the top two. 
and I'm just sat dead last right now. And <laughs> you don't care. As as your team wins the Premier League. Hey, my care. team's my don't, team is ah, winning. Is, I don't want to say it again because I've said it so many times, but I just look at this and be like, for fuck's sake, why did I go on holiday? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, obviously, I, I, like I said, you you made the right decision for the team. But uh, no, as yeah, a so, team-wise, I was I was quite surprised while we were in FPL, by the way, and obviously it'd be a nice segue into Liverpool game against Fulham. I was surprised that uh, yeah. he he got me some points today. Uh, Raul Jimenez, well, he got me two. I thought he got me four because he had an assist, but it looks like he probably got a yellow card and got points taken off. No, just two. Because you cussed. You cussed him out, like you were like, Oh, he hasn't done now on the last part, and you know, why do I have him in? And he's done absolutely nothing for me. Like, <laughs> he's oh, he only gets me game points like one or two for finishing 90 minutes off or coming on and playing or featuring or some big bullshit like that. He's literally out of my all of my players, he's my weakest link. Yeah, and he's, he's well, I mean, there you go, he, he at least I've got his points. I've watched a couple of times just to see why is he so bad, and in a sense, I don't think it's his fault, I think they don't play to his strengths. They do not seem to play to his strength. They don't seem to want to use his side. They don't want to seem to want to use his strength and kind of play ball to feed. So he's just feeding on scraps. Because yeah. for Wolves, he wasn't this bad, was he? He was scoring. No, no, he was, he was really good. Ball. He was really you know? good for Wolves, to be fair. Um, and, you know, like you said, he's that type of player who sort of backs the goal, if you will, uh, holding up holding up play. But, yeah, it's, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I, thought, I genuinely thought that game was going to end uh, as a draw. But then, you know. These guys came back at the end and you know did it, and they actually managed to finish it. But the the the, the thing is with the Liverpool game, or Liverpool in general, obviously their defence is not as solid as it as it's been before. You know, it's clearly st- to to concede three goals to Fulham is you know it can't be it can't be good. It can't be good going forward. No, it can't. I didn't watch it neither, by the way. This because I, I didn't watch. Chelsea I was watching Chelsea this match, time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Chelsea was on, so I watched Chelsea instead. But uh, I saw the McAllister goal. I saw Trent's uh, free kick. Obviously, two amazing goals. And I saw because the game I was watching it was because uh, we pay for uh, the, uh, online. We've been able to pay for the Saudi Sports, which is mm-hmm. B in Sport or something like a small subscription to it. But uh, we've been managed yeah. to get it done there, and they show kind of like the same time kickoffs. They show the highlights from the other games, and those two goals were like wow, peachy. No, oh, no, no spoilers. No, no spoilers. I'm going to watch match of the day later. So. You're going to watch match of the day. No, the first yeah, no two spoilers. Liverpool goals are like wow. The free kick is better than the other one because the other one kind of like you can. They've scored goals like that, but the free kick from Trent as well from goal where he was the way it came, unbelievable. But yeah, I'm with you. How you, your defense must be really, really shaky if you scored, yeah. if you conceded in three goals against Fulham. Yeah, it's, but uh, then again, is it shaky? They drew against City last week, one-one, I mean, kept City quiet, and all of a sudden now they conceded three at home. Unless they've underestimated Fulham and they thought Fulham, yeah, it's only Fulham. Yeah, we, we yeah, drew I mean, against City and kept Haaland quiet and Doku and Foden and Alvarez, who's Jimenez, William and flipping Harry Wilson or whoever they are. Like, kind of all. yeah, but the thing is, obviously, these players they're not maybe they may not be up there with the Haalands, but you know, in terms of name, but you know, they've got different they've got different styles of playing. And like you said, with Jimenez, you know, they're probably Liverpool probably thought the same thing. I oh, would we'll you know, keep him quiet so he doesn't uh, hold the ball or whatever it is. But then you've got Willian. Willian, didn't he score? He scored twice uh, during the week, didn't he? Yeah, uh, Monday, Monday's yeah. game. So, uh, you know, it, it's, you can't, you can't underestimate any teams in the Premier League at all because like, you know, we, we discussed, we discussed the Burnley match against Sheffield, you know, with, with the predictions and we were like, oh, Burnley, you know, they should win and blah, blah, blah and 2-1 or 1-1, whatever it was. Boom, five, five I goals this got. So we will, obviously we'll, we'll touch on that. We'll go through the predictions that we, uh, that we had, but you know, these are the sort of the, the top matches uh, yeah. to discuss and like you said, Liverpool, they're doing it at the very, you know, 
they're, they're doing it. They're, they're up there now. They're winning. Even yeah. if, like you said, even if they're conceding three goals or whatever it is, you know, at home, they're still winning. They're still... That was their motto, though, isn't it? That's their motto. Yeah. Like, especially when Sidney's club came, you can score, but we'll just score more. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and and they did it. So you can't you can't fault them there. They, they won, but... And we'll always, we'll always, we'll always say, oh, what if they, what if they face, you know, what, what would happen if they face a, a better team or whatever? But they face a better team like City, and you know, it's different styles of playing. Yeah, that, that's that's, that's the main thing. They different cancel each other out yeah, clearly. So because they're thinking, you know, Liverpool thinking we'll keep Haaland quiet, and City are thinking let's keep Salah quiet, and you know, that's that's how it ends up because you focused on one or two players to keep quiet. But it's different styles of playing, and definitely, definitely shouldn't shouldn't be underestimating. So. And again, it's not really worrying for Liverpool. Let's face it, because they are winning at the end of the day, scraping yeah, no, or not, they they are winning. So you know, I, I can't even call it scraping because you know they, they sort of commanded that. And Leno obviously, you know, got a, got an own goal at the beginning. So um, it was Leno on goal at the beginning. Well, that's that's how it's classed here. But maybe Liverpool. Ah, uh, right. Liverpool well, spoiler alert, then. Yeah, maybe spoiler alert, then. Maybe yeah, Trent's yeah. goal hit the crossbar and then hit the keeper. Yeah, because I didn't watch it fully. I just thought saw the trend free kick ball went back of the net. Because our our friends, the Liverpool fans, obviously they were like, "Oh, Trent and the the quiet emoji and all this." Right, I didn't know this. So now it's obviously it's on here. It clearly states that it was Leno's own goal. So there you go. That doesn't count. So yeah, so Trent, unfortunately, my friend, uh, you're still at that level. Trent got an assist. assist. (laughs) You got an assist. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, um, obviously. Well, uh, do you want to do you want to just move on to Chelsea? We'll have a we'll have a discussion about Chelsea because I did watch the majority of that match. And um... let me let me hear let me hear you think. Obviously, I won't be able to do the same for Arsenal because I didn't watch Arsenal. But yeah, go on. Tell me, what did you see from Chelsea that you were impressed with, and what you were not impressed with? Um, I didn't. Okay, I'll be honest with you. I did. I only I started watching it after. Um... So when second half started, uh, I started watching from there, and obviously I commented on the group and I said Gallagher got sent off. So that I didn't see. So I don't, right, I can't okay, comment on okay. on why he got sent off. But from what I've seen from Chelsea, it just it, they seemed to move the ball a lot quicker. There was a lot quicker. Mudrick, you know, actually he actually did well. He, he sort of he didn't stretch, but he was running in behind, and you mm-hmm. know that's obviously that's where the penalty came from and stuff. So it's it, it was good to see the different. Chelsea, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. sort of fast, faster paced and Enzo obviously had a bit more impact in the game and stuff like that. So, but, uh, I was, I was impressed with Colwell. I thought he did well. And, um, you know, I just, I wish I had him in my FPL. He's just sat on my <laughs> subs bench. So uh, screw, screw FPL. I don't give a shit about it. But yeah, I thought, I thought Chelsea were quite, quite impressive and, um, maybe a bit, maybe a bit sort of at the back, maybe a bit you know, still on that amateur phase. Um, you know what I mean? It, it's sort of not not clicking at the back because again, Brighton got two goals. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't a, a commanding performance or anything like it, but it was good enough for them to go through and they held it. They held it together at the yeah, end. So yeah. and that was that no, was important for them. That's that's pretty much second half wrapped up. First half to be fair with you, starting from the lineup, I was like, okay, this seems decent. I didn't understand why Cole Palmer wasn't playing, but I thought, yeah, never mind, yeah. let's give it a go. He probably is trying to go for three midfielders with the Gallagher sometimes playing as a ten if we had when we're on the uh, when we're in possession. Just to kind of cancel them out a little bit. But uh, yeah, no, we played all right. Uh, we were fast, we were moving the ball and then we t- took the lead. And all of a sudden we stopped. But taking the lead, two set pieces, not too bad. Ball in the far corner, uh, sorry, far post, header it back across goal, 1-0. Same again, 2-0, done. 
And then, yeah, we switched off, man. We seemed to think, like, this is easy. We've got this. Yeah. Raheem was awful on that right-hand side. Absolutely awful. In some comparison. He needed to come off. Yeah. I think they're going to use it as a sort of a media scape way of saying he... Um, I was on a yellow card. We couldn't risk it. We wanted to play against Man United on Wednesday night. Nah, he was he was just awful on that right. It seems to be Raheem. If he's on the right, he doesn't know that he can still use his pace and go left or yeah. right. When he's on the left hand side, he does that. And you're like, the game you had against Man City against Carl Walker, you pocketed Carl Walker. Carl Walker was in your pocket the whole game. While every yeah. time you got the yeah, ball, was. Walker was petrified of what? Well, not petrified is a strong word, but Walker didn't know what he was. He was. Yeah, he, he was scared to to get near Sterling yeah, because obviously it. he is that quick. And the only way to stop him really is to for Walker to use his, his power. Can't really do that in the box, you know, when he's That's running it. at you. You can't really do that. So but yeah, no, I, I agree. He just stopped, bro. He just like he didn't. I don't know what was happening. He'd get it and just. He just didn't run at defenders the way that I would have liked him to run at defenders or the way that I've seen him run at defenders where even some people start calling for an England call-up. Modric was all right. Same, same again, though. Wanted to cut on that right-hand side all the mm-hmm. time, get the ball, cut on the right. The one time he didn't cut on the right, he burned two players for pace. He touched it, players thought he was going to cut in, went down the left again, and then down the bar line, crossed it in with his left foot. Decent effort, albeit he came off the defender, but keeper was forced to make a save. And I was like, this is you, bro, keep doing you. But they scored a great goal. We switched off at defence. I think Colwell thought the player's going to take an extra touch and try and turn him on the inside and then yeah. cross it across goal, but he didn't. He put it on his left foot and then just bend it around the keeper on the far corner. Great finish. Just after that bloody yellow card a second yellow card first yellow yeah. really harsh challenge by Gallagher deserved the yellow so it deserved borderline, the yellow borderline orange do you know what I mean oh, sort of like yeah, yeah borderline orange and sorry, quick, second, real, real quick on that Rick by the way the orange card that's actually something that they're, they're even thinking about testing I don't know if right. we talked about this on the last podcast, but that's something that the thing about testing. What would that mean? What does that even mean? So what you've just said there, like you know, orange card. That's yeah, but what is <laughs> it like? What is it like a sim bin? It's like a sim bin. Yeah, thinking like if you get an orange card, you get a sim bin. Again, I don't know how far they are into into that phase, but that, that's something that I read that you know they're, they're thinking about potentially testing it in the in the next couple of years. But I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think they should change that. We, Personally, I think they should just leave his red and yellow. Orange is more for those sports fans and commentators that like have a chance. Be like, oh, that's one of those. That's orange. It's not quite a red, but it's more than a yellow. And that's what the first one was. But then you know he got that the orange got turned into a red quickly when he when he added a bit more yellow. Usually primary colours you need to add red but uh, yeah second yellow and it was a second yellow it was a bit soft to get to get a yellow for what it meant so in terms of the end goal which was a sending off do you think to yourself that wasn't really a challenge to be sent off for, but it was a challenge for a yellow card and two yellows or is a red so yeah. no arguments more arguments against uh, Gallagher be like what the fuck are you doing bro you know you're on a yellow you know they're going to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but the guy he was behind him he was trying to win the ball <clears throat> excuse me and you think to yourself, why? Like, you're in the middle of the park. He's not going anywhere. You have players in front. Why are you attempting to nick the ball from behind him on a yellow card? Because if you know the slightest chance that you missed that ball, you're off. That's and it, he was off. off. Yeah. He didn't even touch the ball. He made the argument, point, and you know, like footballers do. No, yeah. look where he went. You watch the replay from the back. Bro, you didn't touch the ball yeah, once. You didn't watch, touch the ball once. And that's that, I was disappointed with that. But yeah. Obviously, heads didn't go down, got the penalty second out. And for me, at first, it wasn't a penalty, but the more I watched it, James Miller had no intention of playing the ball. All he wanted to do was take 
just do whatever you can to get Modric out off that ball. And for me, that's not a defending. Defending is you go for the ball first and foremost. Second, yeah. you try to use your strength and experience. Everybody's saying no, 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 but he just he just comes out with that arm across. Yeah. It's not even a shoulder. It's the arm across the it's... body that's just trying to push him. For me, and, for me, when Modric I said... is running by the way. Sorry, quickly. When yeah, Modric on, is on. running at that pace, it's easy to knock him off balance. Like he's running like one of the fastest in the prem. He is yeah. fifth gear there. Slightest yeah. touch, obviously Straight he's got to yeah. go down, knock him off balance. So yeah, for me it was a penalty. But at first I was like, no, nah. I was like, be stronger. Then I watch it again. I was like, he, this guy doesn't even attempt to get the ball. At first, you're right. At first, watching that live, I thought, no way, they're going to give that a penalty. And then you watch the replay. It's not even. It's not even about the shoulder barge because again, Mudrick should be stronger. For me, it was the tangle. It was basically Milner caught his caught his leg, and that's where Mudrick fell. So I watched it. I even said it in the group. I said, look, it's soft because he should be stronger. Mudrick should be stronger. Like, you know, mm. try to run straight through. But the fact that Milner obviously tripped him in a way, because that's what it was at the end of the day. Whether it was tangling of legs yeah, or not, it doesn't matter. It was a trip. It was, a trip. For me, it was in the box. It's yeah. a penalty. It's a penalty. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think I don't think anyone could look at that and say any differently because it was genuinely a penalty. So, and that's coming from an Arsenal fan. You know, sort of objectively watching that match, as soon as that happened, I was like, yeah, that's you can't argue with that. And it's a penalty. Enzo stepped up. That's it. You know, straight down the center. Boom. Penalty, finished yeah, it. Yeah, but it should have, that should have been it. 3 1. It should have been the scoreline. The, the, the João Pedro should not have scored, you know, that that uh, that the header, second yeah. goal. It should have been a three-one. And after again, after Enzo scored that goal, I was like, oh shit, this is it. Chelsea finished it here. They've done it. But then João Pedro does that, and then the game becomes it becomes a bit more tricky. And I'm like, oh shit, are they actually going to do this? Are they going to pull the Spurs mm-hmm. on, on on us? Mm-hmm. But you know, you you had sorry the the, the players obviously they had uh, they had the strength just to finish the match. You know whether whether it was by chance or whatever it was. You know like you said, like like we mentioned the uh, the penalty call right at the end, the handball sort of thing, which obviously clearly wasn't. That's where I was like, oh no, this is it now. You know you shouldn't have left yourself in that position. Yes. For, for for it to be a VAR call, do you know what I mean? Obviously on replay it was, should have never been a VAR call anyway because the guy got hit in the face, the sweat, literally you could see the sweat fly off his face. Yeah, from the I mean? contact. Yeah, we yeah the you could see the contact. Him. Boom. Yeah, and the sweat was all over. I was like, well, no, what the hell are you watching here? Like, okay, on replay from a certain angle you think, did that touch his hand and then his face? No, nah, no, nah, it was just nah. a pure on bang. Straight to the face, to the eye, because obviously Colwell was pointing to his eye, and even was reassuring his own players, Thiago and Sanchez. He was like, "No, no, it was to the face, to the face. Don't worry, nah." Yeah, I love that. They literally it's was pulling that face. Obviously, all the Chelsea defenders were like, yeah. "Who were defending for their life?" Because the midfield <laughs> did not want to hold the ball or play a pass, or the attacker didn't want to hold the ball, which I was so disappointed with Jackson today, by the way, as well. Like, yeah, I've been disappointed with him for a while now. He just seems—I yeah, yeah, don't know yeah. what he's doing. He just seems to hold on it for a little too long. Yeah. And you're like, come on. But I think he's gone the opposite end. Before, he'd get rid of it quickly. And you're like, just hold on for a bit and then give the pass. Perfect. Now he's holding on for it for a bit too long. Now, maybe just take a bit off, pal. Maybe but, it's a language uh, barrier. Like, you know, maybe, he hasn't found maybe, the right balance. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Does he speak <laughs> Spain? Does he speak Spanish? exactly no it was it was it was I like that from Colwell reassuring his defenders he was very confident that he didn't hit his hand yeah and, uh, and the decision was awful to even send the referee because the was. referee didn't know the referee said it's not referee could see it the liner could see it nobody gave it on the field they were like oh can you go give it because the players are acting the way they're acting like now nah, like watch it and then but even on watching it I still don't know who the person at VAR was saying can you go to the monitor and can you go watch it yeah 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 I think <laughs> it, it, the, the thing is with the ref he'd already added 10 minutes 
He yeah. already added 10 minutes to the whole match, to the end of the match. So I was like, right, why are you going to waste more time with a call that should have just been like, nah, man, don't even look at that. Don't it's even entertain it. Just continue, yeah. Literally, yeah, give the corner. Why are you? Okay. So, yeah, we, we discussed no, it no, earlier. Exactly. So I'm we not, we're not going to get into it. Earlier, so let's not get into it. It shouldn't have, yeah. yeah. Overall, it just got a bit. Yeah, it got a bit tricky for 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 you boys right at the end. You know, it got really really tricky, you and you shouldn't have, it shouldn't have been in that. Yeah, you shouldn't have been in that position with ten yeah. men. You performed incredibly after obviously during the second half. You performed incredibly. You know, you you were fighting. You you weren't losing. You were losing. You weren't losing balls. Caicedo actually performed quite well. I, I liked him in yeah. the midfield. You know, he did he did well, especially the second half that I watched. But yeah, it shouldn't have got. It shouldn't have been that tricky for you. Sometimes he did all right. Sometimes he was, I don't know whether the occasion yeah. got to him a little bit. His old team, first time they're meeting, and he's playing in the Premier League. A couple of yeah, pushes. Was a couple of, yeah, a couple of yeah. pushes. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, got yeah. a yellow card, and you're like, oh, I'll take him off. But then who'd you bring on? Like somebody with the experience to kind of handle this situation right now. Because let's face it, Brighton are a quality team, and it was a very big game at Stamford Bridge. So it we was. definitely needed those three points. But uh, yeah, overall, had chances by the way. Yeah, Brighton had chances, yeah, by the way. Yeah, he did some good saves as well. Saves he did. Sanchez pulled some good stuff. Yeah, I think no, uh, Evan. Happy. I was going to say with Evan Ferguson, he had that little chance, that little that little flick on that he got going there. But I was like, man, that's the that's the wrong decision. You should never. Not, you, not today. Yeah, not today. Like the thing is, you should have at least you know you because he knew obviously he did the flick because he knew there was players behind him that could help him or maybe Scott just do a dummy. Do you know what I mean? Let it go between yeah. your legs and let the other player catch it or like you know potentially put a foot in there but yeah I think uh, I think you, you boys you boys did well and uh, I'm glad to see my boy Badia Sheila doing uh, doing, doing some good play, stuff doing bits doing bits and I, I, yeah I was just about to say he got the assist and uh, he was quite strong as well like, defensively he was quite strong I saw him a couple of moments where he just sort of you know stepped up and he was like nah mate this is my ball ain't yeah, no one yeah. touching this you know he just sort of fought it to, to, to the byline and I, I'm glad because I actually do I do like him I really do like Badia Sheila and the fact that he's come back from injury and he's getting more game time I think your defensive your defensive line should be a little bit better going forward providing obviously to be honest I think that's our best defenders like looking at it today those four Diassi, Thiago uh, Barishiel and Colwell looked alright to me like I know Reese James plays but again James you'd say but he has really, hasn't really performed that well. I know maybe he's a bit cautious psychologically. He's thinking, I don't want to go in all the challenges because I could get injured again for a really long time. So taking it steady. But then that you can't have that. That doesn't help you, though. That doesn't exactly. help you, yeah. So Diassi was solid. Diassi was strong, aggressive, celebrated every tackle, which I really like as well when defenders celebrate a tackle. And yeah. Thiago's Thiago, his experience. There was one challenge, I think, Matoma sat Diassi down. I don't know, in the second half, did you see that? And then Thiago just Matoma. gets a foot in. Matoma's a quality footballer. Matoma. He, I saw it, the changes as well, but I saw Matoma, João Pedro, and I was like, where the hell have these guys been like? Yeah, why have you with all yeah. the? I think it's because Thursday night. Midweek, yeah, yeah, midweek, yeah, 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 definitely. But no, overall, overall, it was a good W for us. We held on, although it was hard holding on. We held on, so yeah, on to Monday night, Wednesday night. Who was the player that came on? Matson wasn't it? Jan Matson. He came on, and as soon as he came on, I think Matoma just tortured him. By the way, I was awful, bro. He's awful. Matoma. Oh my god, I I honestly thought I was like, right, I know you're down to ten to ten men, but you need to go down to nine men and get rid of this fucking Matson guy because yeah, so he's going to be the guy. Yeah. And the thing is, Matoma, three chances came from him going to mm-hmm. the byline, just literally just taking Matson out of the game, and I was like, oh my god, this guy can I cannot believe what I'm watching right now. But there you go. I mean, see, this is and this is exactly what we discussed. You know, with Brighton 
Um, you know, same as West Ham. I, again, I'm not sure on the West Ham score, by the way, because I, I haven't had a look yet, but same as West Ham, you know, the, the midweek games and then, you know, the sort of weekend games, yeah. they're not able to, to balance it out because they, they don't, they have, don't the have the experience. They don't yeah, have the experience. Have the the Zerbi doesn't have that experience with these with these players to sort of make the right decisions midweek and then obviously uh, weekend because yeah. Europe is a whole different beast. You can get beat by fucking AZ Alkmaar and like, like what? Who the fuck? Yeah, no, absolutely. You know so they don't even have the squad. It's a small squad. Like I know it's it wonderful is, yeah. for the fans to be there, but then it takes its toll on one one way or the other. Same yeah. with Middlesbrough that time. Do you remember Middlesbrough when, as far as the Europa League semi-final, and I think they got relegated that year as well because they yeah. put all their eggs in the basket, and they didn't win it. So because it takes a lot, it takes a lot from you playing Thursday night with travel. Think about you've got to go yeah. there, come home if you're away. Then if you're away from home on a Saturday, you leave Saturday ready to play Sunday, etc. Oh, it's just too much to do. So. But, uh, so with Brighton, they travelled to they travelled to Greece on Thursday and they won one nil against uh, Athens. Very yeah, very. Aek Athens, yeah. So one nil, um, and then obviously you know coming back, which again I'm saying coming back, it's not like they're travelling 15 hours. It's only a three hour flight from Greece no, to, to like, England. I think but, they would have probably travelled after the game, so probably 12 yes, o'clock. Yeah. As soon as the game finished, did the check in, flew over. I don't know players, let's say, made it home at 2 a.m. Wake yeah. up. They probably had Friday off get together Saturday to be a training and then early travel morning, to London. Yeah. Early morning, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they probably only had a training session before Chelsea. And do you know what? They played all right. Again, I don't know, but I'm just assumed that's what they would do regarding like if yeah. it's a travel. The game finished late at night, 10, 10.30. Yes. They yeah, by the time 10. they finished. Uh, by the time it, they got out of the stadium, 10.30, yeah. 11, travel to the airport, etc. So yeah, a lot, a lot to do. And then travel away from home as well, which you're going to have to use another day where you could do training that's right. to travel. So fuck him. I don't care. Three. No, no, <laughs> for, for sure. Obviously, for you boys, that was uh, that was a good result. And actually, um, let me just have a look at the. So that actually leaves you tenth. Um, three points. Oh wow! Zero three points behind. Yeah. Three points behind Brighton. Um, on same game. So, yeah, it's um. What cost us is the Newcastle. The Newcastle game cost us. The Brentford game has really cost us. And not being able to hold the lead against Arsenal really, really cost us. We should have took three points against you guys. But yeah, we just, that mistake, and then our heads went down. And this seems to be the thing. If if it's 2 0 and we concede, we look shaky because we don't seem to have that self belief to be like, nah, fuck it. We're going to go get another goal. You know, like we're going to come right back at you. It's like, oh no, let's defend into one goal lead. Should we defend? Should we attack? Yeah. 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 No, it's not even should we attack. It's usually should we, let's just defend. Well, we're two, we're one nil up. Let's just defend. And you're like, why? It's like 30 minutes played. Go and attack, bro. Like you're the better team. Or keep going, work. But now we didn't yeah, do that. And against Newcastle, really, we, we were awful. We were awful. I told you last pod. So yeah, yeah, which, yeah. yeah. You we know, we really needed that, yeah. a reaction, and that reaction came for 20 minutes or 25 or so minutes. Two goals played well, dominated the game for a little bit, and then yeah, they were held on for their life. No, they did. They did. Um, but again, obviously. It's kind of an obviously it is an improvement because you won you won the game you stuck it out to the end even though there was some obviously down to ten men there was some calls that could have gone the other way and whether they were right calls or not it doesn't matter yeah. but again you just stuck to it and there you go you, you got that win that you That's deserved amazing, so isn't it? Um, but yeah I mean do you have any do you have anything else that you want to add on Chelsea no nothing to be fair mate quite quite happy with it happy of the fact that we won happy of the fact that we held on 
and uh, yeah, it was a much more mature performance than against Newcastle because Newcastle, I called it immature. This one, much more mature. It was. It and was, it was nice think. to see Enzo get on the score sheet for two goals as well, albeit there were tap-ins and a penalty. It doesn't, doesn't matter as long as they go the goals. The, the goals, you know, uh, the great Vin Diesel once said. So, um, <laughs> winners, winners. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll, great we'll, 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 <laughs> we'll travel up to uh, we'll travel up to North London and um, yeah, I think. Did you, watch, you didn't watch any of the matches? Did, did you watch any of the matches? Against Arsenal, I didn't watch any of the match, bro. No, I'll be honest with you. Arsenal's not against Arsenal, sorry. Arsenal first is who were you against? Against uh, Luton. Against Wolves. Wolves, against sorry. Wolves. No, I didn't watch yeah. any. I didn't watch any. We play Luton next, I think, uh, next weekend, um, midweek. I can't remember who we play midweek. Or is it Luton we play midweek? Can't remember. I'll find out. That's obviously by the end of the pod. But, um, you know, look, we, from, from, the, from the kickoff, we absolutely dominated that game. Like, I mean, dominated that game. Do you know what? Let me just have a look at some of the some of the stats. So our expected goals, which again, I know me and you don't really care too much about yeah, expected yeah. goals because it's like, well, hang on a minute, did, did you score? No, but then it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> you expected to score goals. every game. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Exactly. My point, exactly. But just so we can, as a comparison, right? So 2.89 expected goals versus 0.77. Like wow. that is... It's a hell of a difference. But again, for me and you, it doesn't really matter. Um, by halftime, we had, it was like 65, 35 possession. And it was just not even close as a, as, as a contest. Um, what so we had, obviously, we had Saka score. He, Tommy Asu with another assist. You know, three games, three assists from, from Tommy Asu. And, and I think he's benched Ben White now. I think he's literally replaced Ben White down the right-hand side. So, um yeah, so that was that was fun. Saka, obviously, you know, he's uh, he's got 18 goals and uh, sorry, 20 goals and assists combined, sort of thing, this season, and uh, he's doing it. He's even though I come on every pod and I'm like, oh, why does Saka get rated so much and so highly? But then he has moments like this where you think, right now I understand. Now I understand because literally he'll have three players on him, which will leave Odegaard, Rice, uh, Trossard, and Jesus will leave them com- and Martinelli on the other side will leave them completely wide open, and it showed. It absolutely yeah. showed. Like I said, Tommy Asu passed the Saka. Boom. That's it. Saka obviously had a little bit more to do, so it wasn't it wasn't just as easy as that. Yeah. If you watch back the highlights or watch match of the day, you'll see Saka. You know he's got two players on him. He'll try to take him on, and I'm like. Just pass it. Just fucking pass the ball. But he he decided to go the difficult route where he was sort of like took two players on and then he did like a little outside of the foot pass to Jesus. Do you know what I mean? Like a little, yeah, little yeah. flick onto yeah. him little and flicker. then boom. Yeah, little flick. Exactly. Little flicker like that. He passed to Tommy Astro. Tommy Astro to Saka. Boom. Six minute, one nil. And I was like, oh shit. All right, good. This is, this is what I want to see. Um, and then, you know, Odegaard's goal, which was probably for me, it was just a typical Arsenal. Well, it would be for you, wouldn't it, after the experience you've had? <laughs> no, no. It, it, it was. Odegaard uh, scored. Probably had something to do with no, you. Go on, claim. I can't claim even look at him the same anymore. I can't even look at him the same anymore, bro. Um, I gave him a bit of good luck. I think I sort of pissed him off that much. Yeah, he's probably thinking, <laughs> like, like, you know what? Arsenal fans are going to turn up at my house guys. again. We better win exactly, this game. Exactly, exactly. It was a uh, with this with this goal. It was again sort of like in and out of the box and Zinchenko, which I'll talk a bit more about Zinchenko, you know, very shortly. But yeah, you know, in this in this instance, well. in this instant, he literally made the correct move. He went obviously went. He was onside, ran into the box, took the ball, 
pulled it back for Odegaard. Literally, Odegaard was stood in the middle of the box just with his arms out like, yo, pass me the ball. And I still don't understand how defenders are not seeing this. Like, you know what I mean? How are you not seeing Odegaard? This is what he does. This is literally where he wants to be in that box. Do you know what I mean? In that Jacker sort of role. Do you remember Jacker last yeah, season? Yeah, 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 just yeah, yeah. Lit, runs into the box. That's exactly what he did. Another similar shot, uh, similar goal that he scored, uh, that he scored in the in the Lawrence game as well. Like, you know, yeah. just boom. Foot, ball corner. came to him, left foot, bottom corner, see you later, job done. And the thing is, he did this sort of like, can you see my hand movement? I, I don't even know yeah, how to explain yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. can you believe what I just did? But that whole movement of Arsenal players was incredible. movement or is that the bit where they're trying to whack the index finger off the middle finger to yeah, make the sorry, noise? That's it, that's it, that's it. Oh, I, right, that's, that's I, I, I thought, thought you were called. just shaking your hand. It is a hand movement. It's a hand movement. It's still a hand movement. I'm like, okay, it's this. Let me, let me see if I can... There, there we go. That's the one. That's the one. That is his finger, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's yeah, I was just about to say. I think we need to preface that as well, bro. I think we need to put a disclaimer out there. That was just, just literally. Yeah, there. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Finger like, whacking them. Well, yeah. Uh, anyways, we'll worry about that. But that's good, though. To be fair, like again, it shows. But I think as a team, you can't take it lightly because we all saw what happened last season. I know you're at the top now, but you've got two horses chasing you. Effectively yeah. with Liverpool yeah. and City. And we know City. Up, City yeah. seem to kind of take the foot off the gas for a little bit, like they did today. Probably got went two one up, especially before yeah, December. Yeah. yeah, yeah, before December, and then all of a sudden they seem to hit, up, a fit, up, up, find another gear somewhere that they go unbeaten for seven, not unbeaten, winning seventeen games winning, on the bounce. Yeah. You think where where was this City? But Liverpool doing better as well. Liverpool seem to find some momentum and some a bit of groove and games like today for Liverpool they're the ones that kind of give you win you with the title you're okay you're losing 3-2 three, three, sorry towards the end and you end up winning it 4-2 so 4-3 sorry so yeah really really good game but for you boys one a quick question on Odegaard you're saying how come nobody picks him up what would you do if you're the manager of the opposition so let's say you were Gary O'Neill how would you stop Odegaard or your next game is Luton let's say you are the Luton manager to apologies I don't know his name Oh, I don't even know his name either, to be honest with you. Um, so, tall guy. It's definitely tall guy. <laughs> yeah, tall guy. Blonde um, hair. No, I think it's dark hair. Or something, hair. I'm pretty Is sure. it dark hair? I don't know. Like, puts lots of gel. Looks like he swims to every game. Do what you know? <laughs> Swimming? <laughs> I like it. Uh, a bit of Ross in there. But uh, do you know what? Let me just have a quick look on the uh, on the manager of Newton. That's a good point. I think it's uh, R. Edwards. That doesn't help me. That does not help me. Ah, Edwards. Uh, that does. Is it Richard? Is it Robert Richard. Edwards? I think it's Robert Edwards. Robert, I think Edwards. Robert Edwards. Yeah, ah, I think it's him. Look at you. Look at you. Well, that, that's the only two R's I know. Richard or Robert? Who? What other R is there? Ricky. I don't think yeah. it's going to be Ricky it's Edwards. Not Ricky, so. It's not, not Ricky Edwards. There ain't no Ricky there, bro. <laughs> There's no Ricky Edwards there. But um, so, with, if if I was the Luton manager, the, the, this is the difficult. Or any obviously opposing manager, the, this is the difficult thing now because when you look at that front sort of line, that front four five, you know, including the, the midfielders. You're going to have at least two players on Saka. Okay, let's say you put another two players on Odegaard, but then you've got Martinelli, Rice, Jesus, and Trossard, or, or Habits going in there. They, they can all score goals. They can all score goals. So it's very difficult for an opposing manager to obviously, you know, to sort of predict what's going to happen or, or as in like who's going to have the most impact for Arsenal yeah, in that yeah. match. Because again, you know Saka's going to obviously get two, three players on him constantly. But... You know, you leave, you, then you leave, you leave the rest of the field open, and because you can't can leave you him one that? on one, you can't leave him one on one situation because he's very good at one on one situations. And, and I think, he, I think he any moments. manager needs to do basically what Newcastle did to you last year, where they drew one one at the Emirates. 
where but you just it's asking a lot from your midfielders and your yeah. midfielders need to be super fit so that you're one on one against Odegaard but then quickly go and support your left back so you're two two against one against Saka. Yeah. So it's it's a tough one. It'll be interesting to see if any manager does find kind of the antidote to uh, your problem or your kryptonite is a better better yeah. quote. Better, sorry, better metaphor to find your kryptonite towards the success that you guys are having. Because at the minute, you're, you're unplayable. You beat City, you, you're beating teams left, right and centre. You're scoring goals. Your goals are coming from every, every different players every each time. Player, it's not yeah, like you've got one player who's like, oh, but if Saka gets injured, what would Arsenal do? Because Odegaard would step up and Martinelli would step up and Jesus. And look, now Kai Havertz has found... Frostad, obviously, oh, you can Frostad score goals, you can assist. So, yeah, so it's, it's, an, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. I do think, though, the way things are going, you probably favourite or joint favourites with City again. I don't know about Liverpool, but yeah, to win the league. I know it's, obviously it's not early now, it's December now, so this is halfway through the season. Yeah, yeah, this is it. This is when you start actually saying who's going to finish where. So, yeah, I do think it's going to be a top two finish for you again. Whether It all depends whether it's first or second, though. Well, I mean, a couple of things on that, yeah. like you know, watching watching that watching that city match, and at the end, I was my wife was sat next to me, and obviously watching, I was like that call with the referee, you know, like why did yeah. why did he pull it back? I was like, why the fuck? And then she goes, wow, don't you want City to lose? I was like, yeah, I do, but not like this because this is this is calmer now. So that just means next 17, 15 matches, 15, 17 matches, City are going to come back and they're just going to be unbeaten. Yeah, it's do you know what I mean? Because of that calmer. So it's like, no, I'd rather them draw properly do you know what i mean like you know by the letter of the law rather than being cheated against because i do not want guardiola to obviously you know get this sort of fire burning in in his players yeah, and then just the demolish player. teams last uh, person who needs to get fire in his belly is guardiola because he's, he's guardiola exactly he's already fired up anyway um and going back to what you said about kryptonite uh which is probably a good segue talking about zinchenko because he <laughs> is he is that weakness point and i i, I don't even like the there was a quote that I um, obviously from from one of the podcasts that I listened to, uh, or read like the the blog. There was a quote where he goes, "The yin and yang of Zinchenko, like you know, the 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 opposite size of Zinchenko in one match is incredible. Like how how obvious it is because this guy, like I said, he'll go up there, he'll assist, he'll make them runs forward, he'll play a nice pass, goal, and then." three other instances it's like how how are Arsenal still winning with this guy on the field like you know it's unbelievable how many times he lost that ball and I think I, I mentioned it in our, uh, in our group chat as well times about Zinchenko. yeah you said it's so unbelievable it's, it's genuinely I, I don't know how how he does it but you know fair enough I tend to trust him enough to to leave him on but I think kryptonite wise I think that's where that's where teams will start attacking you know it is it is our left side because you know unless he puts Tomiyasu down there I don't think I don't think anything's going to change I think Zinchenko will start matches and you know he'll be found out he will be found out and that's where you know I'm saying two three players on Saka but if you put two three players against Zinchenko like running at him that's it he's going to shit himself because yeah. he doesn't know what he's doing and boy sorry it seem, it doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing when when players are coming or defensively so either move his position or just drop him for for another player it's on, interesting on isn't side. it for national team he plays in midfield and yeah. obviously for City he did that drop role that he does with you guys coming to that midfield and just fills in that gap that CDM when a jacker used to run forward but then he wasn't I don't know like defensively I've never been a greatest fan of him like defensively knowing no. that he is no. defensively sound he's very good at going forward he's good at with the ball on his feet well, obviously today he said he lost the ball numerous times but yeah it's interesting it's interesting why Guardiola uh, Guardiola sorry why Arteta continues to pick him 
Is there I nobody think, else for that position? Or could um, Tomiyasu play there with his right foot or left back with a right foot? Tomiyasu, I'll be honest with you, Tomiyasu has played there before and he's done really, really well. Like, I remember that match against Liverpool last season where he just completely shot, he just shut Salah down and that was it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think with Zinchenko, though, I think it's just tactically that's how Arteta plays. You know, he wants he wants that that defender to drop into the midfield to provide an extra body whilst Rice yeah. or whoever's, or Havertz, for example, if, you know, once they run up, running forward, which, is, yeah. which, which is, I understand, I get it, but, you know, it leaves a hell of a gap, a hell of a gap, as, as good as Gabriel and Saliba have been, you know, it's it's a lot to ask every single, you know, 38 matches in the league. I'm just talking about the Premier League, obviously, there's, um, there's yeah, a Champions League and so on, yeah. together. Uh, 50, 60 matches in a season, and, you know, it's it's difficult to ask them to provide that cover all the time, you know, and and obviously without without them getting a red card or an injury or whatever it is, you Which, know. Yeah, you never know. So it is it is very it is very a uh, sort of tricky position for Arteta right now because again you put Tomiyasu there, but Tomiyasu will will make them runs forward, but he'll run directly back. He won't drop into that midfield as good as um as I think that's why they bought uh, Yuri and Timber, but. You know he got injured, so I can't I can't speak for can't that. You know, yeah. Yeah. as far as I'm concerned, obviously he's not available, and that's it. He's not even in no, the course, yeah, that's for that it. match. So, yeah, I think yeah. Overall, uh, great performance. Um, obviously, by the end, it got a bit same as you boys. It got a bit tricky. It's like why why are you doing this? But again, it was Zinchenko. Like it was genuinely Zinchenko, the guy who who sort of you know who was the weakest point, and you know, but what more can I say? And what, what could have, you say? Yeah, it could have gone a lot worse like it could have literally been a 2-2 and it's like are you kidding me you're dropping points to fucking Wolves where yeah. you had a commanding lead like absolutely dominated like I said 60% 65% possession in the first half was incredible but then this thing happens with Arsenal it's like okay yes carry on <laughs> why yeah. have you stopped here? please Continue. yes go on <laughs> well, it's up to 90 minutes <laughs> 45 to 70 it's Good like someone like telling you a story and then stopping halfway through and you're like Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it doesn't. I mean, I know so it's it, Ross, but is it was well, it short for something like Rostafer? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Rostafer. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so great, great performance yeah. uh, all around, and um, I'm glad. Obviously, top of, top of the league was we, we, you know keeping that you spot know, for now. Bro, like, I'm glad you explained it because when I looked at the scoreline, like when just before we we're about to start, because you said have you watched it, I was like, no, I looked at it. It was two one. I thought like, oh, must have been a tight game, but clearly it's more like Arsenal neglected. And it's kind of getting yeah. comfortable with a two 0 and therefore allowed Wolves to come back in because then all it takes is one set piece, and then before you know it's two two, and you think, oh shit! And we've talked this about it before, haven't we? Many times, it's difficult to kind of get out of that slow gear once you drop down into it. So you can start the game high intensity, you take the foot off. It's difficult to get back to that. To level. get back up again, once yeah, absolutely. Well, sorry, once you two two or something, because the momentum has shifted now. All the momentum is with the team that's came, made the comeback. So, well, I mean, it's like it's a fine driving, line that you need to. You need to it's like driving of, in fifth yeah. in fifth gear, dropping to second, and then going back to fifth by skipping all the. It's it like no, happen. you can't do that again. Yeah. You can't do that, mate. You can't do that because again, burnout and, and that goes across for both. the pond. That is gear is stick stick. Yeah. What we drive with in Europe, <laughs> majority yeah, we, of us. We make use of our left legs. Thank you very much. Sure. Yes, the left leg is for the clutch. The clutch is where you must press in order to shift and get into gear. That's it. Anyway, that's, that's a it. different podcast. It's uh so so you know it, it it was they made it tricky and like i said zinchenko 
a couple of instances at the very least that I can just, you know, I remember right now is the fact that he tried to take players on in his own half and he loses the ball. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> I just make noises as Zinchenko now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, ooh, all that shit. But yeah, uh, yeah top of the league and uh, fewest, fewest conceded goals with 11. Um, it would have been 10, you know, but Cunha decided to, to, to poop on that parade. So, but uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm happy with how it's going so far. And, you know, considering it was a little bit shaky at the beginning of the season where it's like, okay, you won, but then you drew. And then it's like, mm, okay, what's going to happen here? But they're, they're sort of, and obviously the, the loss at Lawrence when last month or whatever it was, that that's where I was like, mm, can we really handle these competitions? But, you know, so far, coming up to Christmas, this happened last season as well. We were top by Christmas and then City was just like, oh, all right. So we do have fourth and fifth and sixth gear. So let's just get into it. Uh, Going back to the gears, by the way, the analogy. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) so, look, I don't I don't have much else to add on um, on Arsenal Wolves. It was like I said, great performance. Really happy to see it. And um, yeah, I think we should probably should we. Discuss some of the predictions that we made and just go through we can them do. real quick. We can yeah. Do. yeah just um, for Arsenal Wolves, obviously we had three nil each, yeah. but that didn't you know two one whatever it is what it is. Brentford Luton, um, I think we had Brentford to win and Brentford did win. It was three one. We had a three two. You actually had a one one. You had yeah, a draw. That's going to be a boring game, and it was boring until up to a certain point. And then I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. Because I could see a little bit popping up on the thing and they're like, nil, 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 nil. And I was like, oh, fuck it, boring game. And it was like 2-0 Brentford. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. But yeah. No, but I then we had Burnley Sheffield. We had the, I had a one-one. You had a two-one Burnley. Um, and I watched. I only watched match of the day and kind of Ollie McBurney, right? The, the the commentator made a point to be like, oh, Ollie McBurney's back. And then within minutes, oh, Ollie McBurney's been sent off. But why did he get sent off? What was it? Right. He 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 went up elbow, clearly saw the elbow, right? Obviously I don't think he meant to, you know, hit someone, but he swung an arm out, hit him oh, with an elbow, yeah, got a yellow card, and then minutes later he did exactly the same thing, jumped up with his elbows out, got a second yellow, and I'm like Bro, like, well, I mean, you no. you just seen yourself get a yellow card yeah, for that for exact doing action. That. Yeah. Why are your arms out there like chicken wings? No, you know what I mean, bro, what are you on. doing? Stop it. So you know, uh, Burnley took full advantage of that five nil. It was unbelievable. They had one player called Kolyoshu, I think, uh, young lad. Unbelievable. Like from the highlights that I saw on match of the day, unbelievable player. Like he Burn- he was very very good. Burnley player. He was very yeah. very good. Um, so it was good to see company win. And I know we we both wanted that. Well, uh, company wanted as well. Madsen as well. He wanted the guy who came on for Chelsea that you said Mitoma ruined him. And he did ruin Take him. The last year in the championship, he was one of their best players. He was fantastic for him. Played on the right. He could play various positions. So yeah. Uh, but no, I'm glad. I'm glad. Like you said, there. I'm glad Burnley won. I'm glad. Yeah. And company got five. Um, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, five nil. Yeah, but hey, fair enough. You know what I mean? Against I'm against a direct to a direct rival. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, Meh, it's because I'm thinking hey, it's Sheffield. Who are you going to do something against? It's direct Where rival. Oh yeah, of course. It's a six pointer for them because so, the, that's the guys they're going to be in around the fighting for the championship. Uh, sorry, Premier League survival. Yeah. So so no, it was good. It was it was good to see. Um, next we had uh, Forest versus Everton. We had a two one for Everton. Both of us. And uh, it was one 0 So Everton win against not Nottingham Forest. It didn't seem like a convincing win, but you know, they managed to they managed to pull it together. It. it was awful. It was an awful game to watch. Yeah, pretty boring. Pretty boring game. And again, just match of the day. As soon as that came on, I was like, oh, okay, time to turn it off. Because you know, whatever. Um, uh, Newcastle, Man United. I had a two 0 Newcastle 
you had a 3-1 Newcastle and uh, it was 1-0 and I cannot smile any more than I'm on no, smile. No, me neither. I'm absolutely it, buzzing. buzzing. It was it. such a disappointing performance, by the way. Well. The way. Could've, it could have been. It should have been, been more. more. Should have been Yeah, more. you're right. It should have been more. But um, obviously they make they made excuses afterwards. Not Man United, but like you know the media made excuses. Oh, the plane was cancelled from the plane was cancelled due to ice from Manchester to Newcastle, and then they had to take a coach for three hours. And I'm like, are you taking the piss? That is not even that's not even something you should why be didn't discussing. Why did they get the train, bro? Like, why are they talking about coach? Like, why yeah. didn't they get the train? Like, fuck. We that. don't have the uh, we don't have the fuck east that. to west train. It's, <laughs> it's not even like a coach where you just like sat there like a flipping. What's it? What's the national coach? Is it national coach? National Express, yeah, national, national Express, Express, National, yeah. whatever it is. No, these like are private coaches, like, yeah. Yeah, private coaches. You like face each other. You've got loads of leg room. You've got TVs. Yeah. You can just, chilling. You on, can even play relax. football in the coach. Yeah, you can actually it's, have training. It's not like it's stopping everywhere. It didn't go from Manchester to Blackburn to Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> stopped by Bradford. Let's pick yeah, up some players whilst we're in Bradford in Megabus. <laughs> Fucking hell. Talk about like, oh, let's get a coach. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, that was that was that was an embarrassing yeah. comment to to read the media. Like I, guys like to, you to and I who have got the coach from like northeast of England to come to London, even you get the train, you stop multiple times yeah, to pick other yeah. people up. That's the thing we're with still not tired. Baseball. And you're yeah, not, still tired. not tired. You're like, <laughs> you go there, be like, yeah, I can play ninety minutes of footy. Somebody invites yeah. you, you get you make yourself down to London, be like, fancy five aside, I'm down. You're like, yeah, all right, I'll play for an hour. Yeah, of course, mate. Yeah, they made the, honestly the media made it out as if they pushed the coach all the way to Newcastle in icy conditions. Like for these teams, teams like Man United, of course they are. Sticking up from and making excuses from, but honestly, it could not happen to a better club and to a better manager. manager. Yeah, yeah. Look buff. yeah, honestly, Eric okay. Ten Fraud, Eric Ten Fraud can do one, by the way. Like, I just do not rate him as a coach at all. And th- there's a quote that he said at the beginning of the season, you probably remember this, where it's like, Yeah, Liverpool and Man City, they've been good, but errors come to an end and I'm like mate your error is coming to an end before it's even started like yeah, before you even made it. a mark on this team your error was so, Ajax that Champions League year and that's it that was it but that was the same as Pochettino with the you know taking Tottenham to, to, to the final, final. but yeah, like, what, does it. It, what does it matter it, it, it makes no difference balls. exactly I didn't know did Pochettino win the league by the way I was talking to somebody about this did he win no. league one he didn't no. win it did he Leon no, no, no. Is- with that PSG team, he didn't win League One. I, he didn't win it, and I don't think Unai Emery won it when when he had PSG either. I don't think the, those two managers. I don't think I don't think they won it. But again, that that goes to show, like same as Graham Potter, you can't win a league with a coach that hasn't been proven. And you've proven, got yeah. and, and you've got Mbappe, and you've got a Neymar on your team, and you've got all these high profile names. You know, what, they're not going to respect you. They're not going to. They're respect not, not going to do it. Yeah, that's what it does. Yeah, that's that's we just the way it is. Actually, we talked about it. You're right. You're right. I should have known because when we talked about Pochettino crying in the semi. Final, like bro, you haven't won anything. Stay focused. Next game, don't yeah, cry you... now for getting the semis. But anyway, yeah, go on. So, um, Man United, just quickly, Man United. I just wanted to say, I hope, I hope we smash them as well. I know it's at Old Trafford, but I really hope we're, we're intense and we get in their face and we really beat them. If we really, really smash them because they need. They're talking they just, about. I can't stand them. Theater of dreams has become like the corridor of nightmares. Really, do you know what I mean? Well, like the them, alleyways of nightmares. For everybody yeah. else, <laughs> everybody yeah, else is going there, but they're nightmare. Honestly, it, it was shocking, but um, I'm glad to see it. And Bruno Fernandes yet again complaining, bitching around to the ref. Fuck and that guy. Pff, I, I, that guy. I cannot stand him at all. None of none of their players, to be fair, none of them. Um, and then we had Bournemouth Villa. You had a, we had I had a two-two. You had a two-nil Bournemouth, and uh, that was actually. Did you want? Let me have a look because that's actually the next day. So one second, let me <laughs> move. Oh wow, the day's finished. <laughs> Um, Bournemouth Villa 2-2 that is a 2-2 and I think I got that oh look at that 
I actually got that one prediction right, by the way, 2-2. Look at that. But uh, same with Villa, like, you know, midweek. They, they played midweek, didn't they? Villa. Yeah, yeah, they, sure played they played midweek. Yeah, they played midweek. midweek as well. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. I think that, that, that it just goes to show, like, these, not not smaller teams, because that is, that's not what I mean, but, like, you know, these teams who are not used to playing European football, now they're yeah, that's seeing... It. That's it. Yeah, now they're seeing the effects of European football and weekends. So, you know, it's 2-2, fair enough. Villa, Villa, Villa have been on a great run so far, but there you go. All, all errors come to an end. Eric. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and the, the, the rest, the rest, obviously, we discussed uh, only West Ham, West Ham, Crystal Palace. I had. A, I didn't watch it. I had no idea. No, nah, I didn't. I didn't watch it either. But West Ham, it was actually a draw. So again, goes back to what we discussed about. What did you I know, say? These teams being tired. One, two, one, three, one. What did I have? So you, you had. Hold on, because I just really lost it. So you had a one-one. I had a zero-two to Crystal Palace. So. Um, yeah, it was. Basically, what it goes to say is we do not know how to predict football matches, but it makes for a good conversation. Before one each. Yeah. At least we got one each, right? Right. One each. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for Liverpool, for Liverpool, Fulham, I had a two-two, and it was a two-two for for a bit, and I was like, "Oh, get in! I'm going to get." But now it ended four-three, yeah, so that's a whole different story. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think you know it was an interesting week, and uh, for for Arsenal, for Arsenal fans everywhere, I think it was it was an incredible week, you know for. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Man United was a draw for Liverpool as well. So obviously, more teams drop points, but yeah. um, you know, beggars can't be choosers at the minute. Not that you beggars, because obviously you're winning. But um, yeah, it was a good performance for you guys, and I'm very happy with my team as well this week. Obviously, yeah. a couple of players still need to pull their finger out. But yeah, we'll move on to the next one, which comes in the next 48 hours, Premier League again. Tuesday yes. night and Wednesday night on Amazon Prime. Not that we're advertising Amazon Prime, but yeah. No, I mean, you could think of sponsors at any time. Most, you know I mean? certainly, <laughs> most certainly. Yeah, no, they can definitely sponsor us. But, uh, but I think we'll we'll come back. Do you want to do some predictions on, on Tuesday night or something um, for, for, for the rest of the week? The yeah, because Tuesday night, there's only a couple of games on. And obviously, we're cautious for time for this one as well, because yeah, of how yeah. it's going on for. And I'm just thinking now, what is it? Uh, Tuesday night, there's not many games. I think there's two games Tuesday. Well, it's Arsenal-Luton, or Luton away to Luton. Do you want to... Do you want to quickly oh, okay, okay. through the predictions yeah, now? Let's do it, let's do it. Let's do some yeah, let's uh, do that predictions now, on that one. If you're anything like me, my headwear is only New Era caps. New Era is the official headwear provider for NFL, MLB and the NBA. But New Era caps are not just headwear. They are a global brand of culture, style and self-expression. I'm a huge fan of rap and hip-hop and growing up, I used to watch artists sporting the New Era caps. I was mesmerized by the way they used to fit just perfectly. I remember my first ever New Era cap. It was a Blue Jays cap. I lived in Toronto, so it had to be. My favorite from my personal collection is my LA Dodgers. I have two different versions, fitted and the 940. What I love most about New Era is the quality of the product is second to none. I refuse to wear any other brand caps when New Era is available. So if you want to dress like your favorite sports stars and musicians, visit the official website, neweracap.com, and use the code TASHMIKE at checkout for 15% off. That's neweracap.com, and use the code TASHMIKE for 15% off. Um, so for Tuesdays, and then obviously so for... Wolves versus Burnley. Wolves so Burnley. straight away. Wolves, Burnley. Burnley coming back from a 5-0 at Wolves, who needed to respond. What are you thinking? Mm. I'm thinking Wolves are going to win that one, but I think it's going to be a tight one, like a maybe like a two-one or a, yeah, maybe a two or one-nil. Actually, I'm going to go one-nil Wolves. 
I think I'm going to go the other way around. I think Burnley are going to win 3-1. Don't know why. You think I'm they're going to be on a high? Three. Yeah. Wow, okay. I think Wolves are still missing a couple of players from... Uh, wait, did he get a second yellow? Right. No, he only got a second yellow, I think. No, 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 no. Take, take the, take, I'll take that back. Uh, Wolves, 3-1. Because I think the player, Lamina, who, in midfield, who made a difference from a couple of games ago. Although decisions didn't go their way. But yeah, 3-1, 3-1. 3-1, fair enough. Um, and then you said you've got Arsenal, Luton. Arsenal, Luton. Uh, I'll go first. It's your team. I'm yep. going to go for an Arsenal victory. It's going to be pretty embarrassing if you play the way you do. I think it might be like 5-0, to be honest with you. That's a good shout. That's a good shout. I think I'm going to go with the... If you with high intensity, I think, I think, you'll fucking, I think it'll be 5-0 before half-time like you did against Lons. Yeah, I think I'm going to go four uh, nil. Just a bit of respect to Luton, <laughs> but I'm going to put I it down for five him too because I was thinking ten. But yeah, I respect him too by going five nil. Right. <laughs> no, I'll put you down for I'll put you down for a five nil. So um, move on to Wednesday then. Brighton. Brentford. Move on to Wednesday. Yeah. Brighton. Brentford. Oh, Brighton need to come. I need to go for a win here because obviously they they're, they're sort of like the win and then they lose and then the win and the lose. So I'm yeah, I'm going to go yeah. with a Brighton win. Um, and especially if they're at home as well, I'm gonna go with a I'm gonna go with a two one Brighton. No, do you know what? I'm gonna go two 0 Brighton. No, I, th- I think two one. I'm, I'm put me down for a two one because I'll I do put think for a two one score, but put me down for a two one. Put you down for a two one on that one, Brighton Brentford. Um, should be a good interesting match to be Palace. It should be. It should be a really interesting match because they're more or less at the same place on the league, aren't they? Like six, seven, six, yeah. seven, eight, something like that. So obviously hovering around that, yeah, yeah, hovering around that place, that Europa League, Conference League position, albeit it's early days. But uh, Palace, Bournemouth, Bournemouth, obviously starting to hit some form now. Uh, they're going away to Palace, who they seem to be doing all right, not losing too many games, not conceding too many goals. But I don't know that Bournemouth manager. He seems to have found some form with Bournemouth. So I think Bournemouth will nick this one, two one. Okay. 2-1. I've gone 3-1 Crystal Palace on this one. So I'm going to put you down for a 2-1 Bournemouth. But yeah. I think Palace are going to win this. Uh, I don't know. I've got this funny feeling that they're going to you know, sort of make a bit of a comeback. Right. Um, next match. Fulham, Nottingham Forest. Ooh, again, another sort of interesting match because, you know, Fulham haven't been doing that great. But then again, I think they maybe. Mm, I'm going to go for Hopefully. a draw on this one, actually. I'm going to go for a draw. I'm going to go to... I'm I'm, go I want to put Fulham down. I want to put him in as hat-trick just for my FB. And I'm joking. Ooh, okay. okay. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to. Uh, I do Fulham will win, though. I think Fulham will nick it. Again, 2-1. Something, some one goal in it. It will be probably more than a 1-0. So, yeah, maybe 2-1. It can't see it be more. I'll put you it'll down be, for a 2-1 on that one. Yeah. I think maybe... You like to think the the Silvers probably learned uh, learned how they played against Liverpool, know that they can attack, and yeah. just say you're at home in front of your own crowds, play without fear, just play with the freedom of enjoying football and just go out there and have a go. So yeah, two one, two one. I put you down for a two one. Right, next matchup: Sheffield Liverpool. Oh, good grief, man! Um, I'm gonna <sighs> go with I'm gonna go four one Liverpool. Yeah, um, I'm going to go 4-1 3 nil, something like that really I can't see Sheffield scoring they've really struggled mm. to score for the past couple of games really yeah. and if they have scored it looks like you just think where's that come from so for me Liverpool 3-0 three three if anything I might yeah. captain Salah for this yeah that sounds that sounds like a good one to be fair good shout on that one um, but yeah I think good. Liverpool maybe Liverpool I say I, I think they're going to concede at least one because that's what they do but you know they're going to outscore them like yeah, there's no absolutely. tomorrow to be fair so uh, yeah, next matchup. Villa City, Villa Park. Oh, that's a good, good one. Evening that is versus Tikitaka. Versus, yeah, versus. I don't know what does he say. What does he say? He's got good Guardiola. To be fair, he's, he's really, 
He's really a camera savvy and interview savvy. He kind of gets on and knows exactly what to say all the time. I remember when Mendy guys, went to guys, Hong Kong. He's got that guy's guys. Yeah. Well, he went, yeah. Mendy went to Hong Kong or something. He went, Guardiola, how do you feel about Mendy going to Hong Kong? And he went to Monaco and then he flew there and he came back and he went, a fucking lucky guy, eh? <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Hong Kong, Monaco, and play? Wow. Very lucky guy. That's it. He, you know, he loves myself, he knows, that's the best way it. to handle it rather than be like, oh, I'll have words. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he's, he's, he's really clever, Guardiola. So, yeah, fair. Oh, you put me on the spot first, you prick. <laughs> <How about laughs> okay, you? okay, let me go first. Let me go first. Well, I'm going to go first then. I'm going to go 4 2 City. No, I can't see that. I'm going to go 4 2 City. I, th- I think, I genuinely think they're going to get beat. <laughs> Excuse me, I need to cough. I'm still getting out of this flu, by the way, listeners. So if you've heard a couple of sniffs and a couple of so I do apologize. Excuse me, one sec. That's it. That's that's Rick coughing, by the way. We didn't we didn't just disappear. There he is. It's gonna let the gonna let the listeners know, man. Kind of on the that coughing phase now. I just anyway, for me, I do think they'll get beat, and I think they're gonna get beat three two Villa. Three two Villa. That is a that's. I'm gonna okay. keep Harland quiet. Um, City, I don't know. They just don't seem to be doing very much. It's going to be an interesting in the battle. Um, who's the boy that you're trying to buy? Douglas Luiz versus yeah. Rodri. McGinn, Rodri, you know, like McGinn, McGinn's a workhorse, bro. McGinn is just doesn't seem to know when to stop. And Ollie Watkins is scoring goals. So you give Ollie Watkins chances, he'll score goals. So it's That's why I put him down for a two, <laughs> for a 4 2. So yeah, I think, I think you're right. I'll concede. I would be surprised. I think I think this is a time where City will lose another game. If they don't lose this game, it's probably two, two, three, three. Another another huge draw. But yeah, Villa, Villa to win. Put me down for a Villa to win. I'm feeling bold. I put you down for a Villa win. Um, next matchup, uh, United Chelsea. God damn, it just gets even more interesting. It really, really know, does. Like... Um, okay, well, since it's your team, I'm gonna go first. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to go with a 3-2 United. And I say that because those lucky... No, but wait, though, but wait, though. Let me explain myself, right? Because those pricks, right, at United and and Eric Tenfraud, yeah, I think (laughs) they will have, like, a cheeky penalty that shouldn't have been called a penalty, but then it's like, yeah. yeah. So I think I'm going to go with a 3-2. I kind of be angry with you at that because that does tend to happen at Old Trafford. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And the referee crumbles. I really hope it's an experienced referee. The referee today was all right, to be fair, for Chelsea. Like Chelsea versus Brighton, he held its own. Yellow card, when it was a yellow card, you know, wasn't afraid to send players off and make tough decisions. Even though, because, you know, usually when they get sent to the monitor, you're like, oh, no, he's going to give the penalty. And, well, today is the only time I haven't seen a penalty given when the referee goes to the monitor. So the referee needs to be up for the game or for the occasion. I do think we will win. I think we will win quite comfortably. I think we're going to probably win 3-1. Ooh, ooh, okay, three yeah, one. Hey, that's fair enough. I think they're going to try fair. and be physical, but I think we'll match their physicality. I know Conor Gallagher's not playing, but Cole Palmer can sit there. Bring Cole Palmer for Conor Gallagher and he play has to with play. play with kind of Jackson, Mudrick, Palmer, Sterling as the front four, and then Enzo and what's the other, what's the other guy? Caicedo. Uh, Same back four for me. I know Reese James will come back because he only misses one game, but played the acid. The acid didn't do anything wrong. So no, leave him on. Yeah, leave him on. Leave for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll wait. Obviously, we'll wait and see for that one. That should be an interesting match. And uh, yeah. right, next match. Final two games: Everton versus Newcastle. Anthony oh. Gordon coming home. 
Okay, Everton, Newcastle. Do you know what? I don't think I'm going to put anything else down but a Newcastle win, and I think yes. it's going to be like a 3 0 Newcastle. Same. I'll be honest with you. Smash them. Everton's form at home has been awful. Away from yeah. home, they've done all right, but at home, they've done awful. But yeah, uh, I think 2 0. I think 2 0. You're going to go 2 0 Newcastle? Yeah, I think 2 0 Newcastle, yeah. That's and a good then the shot. final game of week, whatever week we're on, Spurs versus West Ham. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think unfortunately uh-huh. <laughs> I think unfortunately uh, Spurs will actually win that one. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, what am I gonna go with? That's a good question, isn't it? Um, I'm gonna go with a Spurs two nil. Yeah, I think it'll be a bit more than that. I've got a feeling they're probably going to win 4-1. 4-1. I think think they're going to score goals in front of their crowd. I think they're going to try and entertain. Uh, It seems to be Ange's thing. He's not afraid, and I'm really proud of him for that, in a sense. I'm not proud of him, but I really like the fact that no matter where he goes, he plays his game. He doesn't seem to fear anyone. And for me, that's a marking of a great manager. Klopp does it. Guardiola does it. Mourinho used to do it, and then Mourinho started playing for one nils. But yeah, uh, 4-1 for me, 4-1. I think, 4-1. I think they'll hammer, I think they'll slap them about West Ham. Fair enough. Hey, that, that's a good shout. I can't I can't fault you for that because, you know, Spurs have the capability Son, of doing that. Son so. can smack some, smash some goals and so this FPL, can start, I can start making my way up the lead. Obviously, I've overtook two, two more to go. Yeah. And slowly make that yeah. way back. You're going to make your way up for sure, mate, with, the, with, those, with those scores that you're getting. So... Um, yeah, well, do you know what, Rick? Do you have anything else you want to add for the... Uh, I've got nothing, mate. No, that's pretty do much it. Do you want to send us out? I think, I think, yeah, I can send us out. I think, obviously, the listeners can expect another one coming out on Thursday. So we'll do a Wednesday night one if, if you're free after yeah. the games, maybe after the Chelsea Man United. And yeah, we can talk. Because your team would have played, my team plays, and then we can have a discussion then. So, yeah. So thank you very much Actually, for listening. Sorry, before, 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 my bad. Before you do send them out, um, Somebody I just pulls the handbrake, bro. What are you doing? Why do you we, pull the handbrake like that? Like, I've lost an axle here. <laughs> Driving that box on the wall again. Do you know what you no. remind me like? You remind me there was that meme where somebody's driving and then like your mother or your grandma says, what does this button do now that the handbrakes are electronic and just pulls the handbrake? <laughs> <laughs> got to do it. Got to do it. Um, uh, just to let the listeners know that we do actually, we are on Facebook now um, and if they want to start following us on there, drop some comments, drop some questions. We are live on Facebook and that's courtesy to uh, to our, our friends in the group who suggested it. So, yeah. And... Uh, Get yeah. on there, get active, start chatting. We will respond either to we questions shit, or, pod, or we will mind. chat shit back. You know what I mean? Chat shit all you like. We love it. <laughs> we love interacting with people. So, yeah, get on there. But, yes, anything else before I send us out? No, send us out, mate. Send us right, out. Keep your hands together. Do not press any buttons. Right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate your ear holes. We wish you all the very best, and we will catch you on the next one. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Or good day. Depends when you're listening to it. So, yeah, but bye-bye. <laughs>